Happy Monday morning, but not just happy Monday morning. Happy fall, y'all. Officially the first day of fall, I think, right? It's AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. AJ is out sick this morning. Hopefully he gets better. Yay! Everybody's hoping for that, right? Everybody's hoping AJ comes back tomorrow and he didn't have too crazy of a weekend while he was in Vegas, okay? But since it is the first day of fall, I want to know, is it too early for me to break out the Ugg boots? Because yesterday I decided I was going to go through all of my old shoes and looking through boxes, I found some old Ugg boots. And for some reason, I think... The Ugg Boot Goblins have taken one of my shoes, and I cannot find it anywhere. I don't know if these are the same things as, like, the sock goblins that take your socks in the middle of the dryer cycle, but I have no idea where my Ugg Boots went, and I have no idea where they could have gone. Do you have something that just got misplaced, that has just disappeared from plain sight? Are you in the same Boat is me right now looking for stuff for fall because obviously it was a little bit chillier this weekend on Saturday, especially. But that being said, obviously, I wanted to break out the Ugg boots. I wanted to stay warm. I wanted to stay cozy. And I still don't know where they're at. Halsey on Utah's VFX. And she covered Cindy Lauper's time after time for the Emmys 2019 in memoriam. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. But not only did she do that, she also announced that she's going to be going on tour. The Manic World Tour first installment. She said tickets are going on sale on Friday, which I'm super hyped about because I decided I wanted to look and I guess she's going to be in Dublin on March 10th, which is important because that's my birthday. So I'm thinking, you know, maybe just maybe I'll take a little jaunt to Dublin. I'm assuming that she will be closer than Dublin, so I'm not really going to go to Dublin. But if I were, maybe I would have to, I don't know, quit my job and go on a go on an adventure, a jaunt, if you will, like this lady. Now, one lady actually quit her job, and she spent 57 days searching for her doggo. She put up all sorts of flyers, knocked on doors. Now, this was while she was on vacation, and she went to Montana and finally, finally found her dog last week after 57 days of searching. Now, if this were my situation. I think that this is something that I would 100% do. I would totally quit my job to go find my dogs if one of them had gone missing because they're like, I'm going to say this and people, I get so much flack from this, but these guys are like my children. Okay. Like I don't have kids. I have three dogs and I absolutely adore them. Do you love your pets enough to upend your whole career and stay and look for them if they were to go missing while you were on vacation in Montana or Washington or wherever you may be on vacation and you may have taken your dogs? Would you upend your entire career for them? Now we've all agreed that hand sanitizer is a good source for getting rid of germs, right? It's AJ McCall in Utah's VFX. AJ's out sick today. Maybe if he had this little trick about hand sanitizer, he wouldn't be out sick. Turns out hand sanitizer will help you fight the flu. And everybody's saying, well, does AJ have the flu? Well, we don't really know what AJ has, but hopefully he's back tomorrow and feeling better. But this new study finding that hand sanitizer can help you fight the flu, but 
You have to rub your hands together for four minutes to get it completely kill all of the flu germs. You're better off just washing your hands, okay? Killing flu germs in just 30 seconds. So the comparison, saving time, valuing your time, just wash your hands, people, okay? There are some people that I know that only use hand sanitizer instead of washing their hands. Maybe, possibly a dig, wash your hands, yo. You're not actually killing germs by using hand sanitizer. Little something-something that you learn when you, you know, take like food handlers courses and prep services and things like that. I want to know, do you use hand sanitizer? I'd love to hear you tell me that I'm wrong when it comes to hand sanitizer versus just washing your hands. My answer is wash your hands. It's a hundred percent better for you anyway to wash your hands. You know, you're killing the germs that way and you don't have to sit there and rub your hands together like a crazy person for four minutes. Just saying, okay? I want to know your opinion. Hand sanitizer versus washing your hands. Which do you think is better? Speaking of sanitizing, we're going to be sanitizing the world of the dumb criminals that we can find in Florida. Yes, I'm talking Florida or not. That's on the way. I know you don't get to team up with AJ today. But that still doesn't mean that we're not going to get you these tickets to go check out the Parade of Homes this Weekend. Now, it's the Orchid Homes, Florida or not. Your three crazy headlines. Headline number one. Some dude sentenced for intentionally passing gas during a strip search. Headline number two. Topless lady busted for stealing a t-shirt. Irony. And headline number three. Some guy caught after going 140 miles an hour in a police chase. His reasoning is probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Jared, out of the three crazy headlines that we gave you, which headline off the bat you're like, ah, Yes. No, that one's from Florida. I was thinking number three. Okay, so story number three is your thought. We'll see if it changes with the full stories. So we've got uh, story number one. Some guy intentionally passed gas at the cops during a strip search earlier this year, and he was just sentenced to 75 hours of community service for doing it. Really one of the first people ever to be in court over aggressive flatulence, which truthfully I didn't even realize was a thing. So I guess kudos to that guy. There's story number one. We've got story number two. Some lady busted After she shoplifted a t-shirt and sandals last week, then she took off her shirt and biked away topless on the highway. Now, tons of people called the cops about that, and when they stopped her, they found out, oh yeah, well, she stole all of this stuff prior to, so she got arrested for retail theft. Like, I think the key to shoplifting is not doing something that draws attention to you, but... Whatever lady to each their own. And then story number three, some guy got caught going 140 miles an hour in a police chase. And when the cops pulled him over, he said he didn't think their cars had the power to catch up to his 2002 Acura. Yay. Winner. Okay. So those are your three crazy stories. Did that change your mind at all? Oh. I think I'm going to change the story one. Final answer. I'm so sorry. It's not story number one. That one actually happened in Scotland, so I'm so sorry. Better luck next time, my friend, but his loss is your gain. Now we've got Caleb on the phone. Caleb, we've got two remaining crazy stories. Do you think you can do this? 
Perfect. So story number one, some dude intentionally passed gas at the cops during a strip search earlier this year, and he just got sentenced to 75 hours of community service for doing it. Apparently, intentionally passing gas is now a charge that you can be charged with. Yeah. And then story number two, some lady shoplifted a t-shirt and some sandals last week, and then when she was leaving, took off her shirt and just biked away topless on the highway. Tons of people called the cops about that, and when they stopped her, they found out, oh, look, she's stolen all of this stuff stuff so she got arrested for retail theft like my idea is the key to shoplifting is not doing something that draws a ton of attention to you maybe i'm wrong but i mean i'm just saying yeah there you go caleb two remaining crazy stories which one do you think is from florida i think probably story number two caleb congratulations my friends Now, maybe after this weekend and you saw that nobody really died in the Area 51 raid, it made you a little bit happier. It's AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX, and let's get the whole update on what the crap actually happened, because only about 100 people, quote-unquote, stormed Area 51, which went down early Friday morning. 100 people showed up. No one made it inside. One guy got arrested. Why? Well, because he got busted for indecent exposure after he decided he needed to relieve himself near the gate look okay i know that people are like well he was just trying to mark his territory that's what animals do that's not what humans do okay you can't go up and just be like this is mine now because it's a military base it is no longer yours now they didn't get inside they didn't get the government to give up any secrets about the aliens instead they found themselves face to face with armed military guards and police officers so they backed off and ended up having like an alien themed party which they're saying might happen again next year. I'm hoping the answer is absolutely not, but whatever. I guess there was another lady that actually got detained. She got detained for a second when she put her foot under the barrier of the gate, but then they let her go, and then the one arrest. I mean, the truth, it seems, remains out there, but we don't really know. These people are out here choosing their own adventures, and we'll we'll see how it all plays out. Speaking of choosing their own adventures, there's a new way to uh, match with people on Tinder. Yeah. Okay, so get a load of this. Everybody loves a choose-your-own-adventure story, right? It's AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. AJ is out sick this morning. Hopefully he gets better. But choose-your-own-adventure is now becoming even more popular with Tinder. There's actually a brand new thing that Tinder is going to be launching coming up. Next week, I think, October 6th, they're going to be launching a, quote-unquote, choose-your-own-adventure story. Why? Because apparently that's how you are going to start getting more matches based on the decisions that you make and the characters in this choose-your-own-adventure game. You watch videos, you choose what the character does next. If you've never done, like, a choose-your-own-adventure book before, this is this is what it is, okay? No match you based on people who make similar decisions, so it's not like all of a sudden, hey, by the way, this person is super spontaneous. I think it's kind of a good, fun thing for, for my own personal self. I mean, I think that the the adventurous side of a relationship is one of the most important parts. Maybe I'm wrong, though. Obviously, I've been out of the game for like six years because Dustin and I are in a super serious relationship. But I want to know, is this something that you find attractive as an attractive quality? A choose your own adventure game. Is it a good idea? Is it a bad idea? 
Look, I hate to break it to you, but candy season is basically here. It's AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. We've got a fun game up on our Facebook and on our Instagram story right now. Just search at Utah's VFX to join in on this fun conversation. One candy. One candy has to go away forever and ever and ever. Out of these six, we've got Snickers, Reese's, Kit Kat, M&M's, Twix, or Milky Way. Which one candy has to go away forever? The answer is obvious, y'all. Milky Way has got to go away forever. I don't love them. I don't think they're great. I feel like Milky Way are just like a, a, a lower version of Snickers. I do. I think Snickers are way higher than Milky Way, but maybe maybe I'm wrong, okay? Maybe I'm wrong on this. I want to know which candy out of Snickers, Kit Kat, Reese's, M&M's, Milky Way, or Twix should go away forever. You can join in on the conversation. The post is up on our Facebook page right now. It's also up on our Twitter or on our Instagram. It's getting up on our Twitter. It's taking a second, but it's getting there. So weigh in at Utah's VFX across all social media and let us know which one candy, if you could get rid of one, would have to go away forever and ever and ever, and you wouldn't even feel guilty about it. Also, uh, while we're talking about it, candy for kids... Which one do you steal from your children? Because come on, you know that when Halloween comes around and the kids are out trick-or-treating, you're out there kind of stealing every once in a while, making a little sneaky sneak of your favorite candies. The answer is Reese's, right? Everybody steals steals the Reese's from their kids. I want to know which one candy has to go away forever. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Utah's VFX. Now, vast majority of people are in agreement with me on this. It's AJ McCall on Utah's VFX. AJ's out sick this morning. Hopefully, he's getting better and, you know, getting rested up and whatever. In the meantime, we're going to argue about candy bars. So on our Facebook, on our Instagram story right now, we've got a post. And the post says you got to get rid of one forever. Which one has got to go? We got Snickers, Reese's, Milky Way, Kit Kat, Normal Chocolate M&M's, and Twix. So which one's got to go forever? Majority of people agree with me. Thank heavens. And they're singing Milky Ways because Milky Ways are gross. Okay. Not as bad as Three Musketeers. Three Musketeers, I feel like, are the bottom tier of the candy pyramid. If we're talking pyramid. At the very top of the candy pyramid for me, Snickers, Reese's. I guess Kit Kats can go up there too if we're talking about these ones. I want to know which candy do you want to get rid of? the most. While you're on our Facebook, while you're on our Instagram, you might as well head over, like us, follow us, because every 100 likes on Facebook, we actually do a prize drawing, and we give away prizes, and every 500 Facebook likes, we give away a Serenoni blanket. Now, so once we hit 8,000 Facebook likes, you could be the winner of a Serenoni blanket. So head over to our Facebook page, head over to our Instagram, comment on this candy post, and like us and follow us for your chance to win all sorts of other prizes. What candy has to go away forever? It's Milky Way, right? Look, it's 745 and we're talking about candy. This is why I love my job. It's AJ McCall on Utah's VFX. AJ's out sick this morning. And maybe it's because he had some nasty candy over the weekend. Who knows? Now, we're getting rid of candy forever and ever and ever. The post is up on our Facebook and it's up on our Instagram as well, at Utah's VFX. But someone sent us a text and said, look, if we're talking about candy in general, those nasty orange circus peanuts have to go. And my answer is absolutely. Those candies... Tastes like what I imagine like spray foam insulation would taste like. Maybe I'm wrong, but 
I don't want to be like, I don't, I don't want to know. I don't want to know if it tastes like spray foam insulation. That's just what I have in my brain. Those are disgusting. And then those like little, those little uh, strawberry candies that like, I feel like every grandma has in her purse, right? They're like little strawberry lozenges. That doesn't taste like a strawberry. It tastes like a strawberry that like rolled in dirt and then maybe got stepped on and then you got to eat it. I hate those things. What's the worst candy overall? Because Halloween is around the corner. I mean, it's like a month away, but it's spooky season. It's officially fall as of today, so we can start thinking about things like Halloween, right? Worst candy of all time. Okay, so a slight predicament for the debate today with AJ and McCall and Utah's VFX. AJ's out sick this morning, so we'll take this predicament on ourselves. I got a friend who is getting married next month. Now, I'm really excited for said friend, and there's something that they got going on. They're, they're buying two wedding gowns, two of them, okay? Not like a wedding gown and a second outfit to be comfortable in the reception. No, no, two full-blown Massive and expensive wedding gowns. Now, my friend here is kicking herself because she used to make fun of ladies who did this, and now she's also doing it. So now she feels guilty, obviously. But she says she can't say no to her mother-in-law. Her mother-in-law is the one that was like, hey, you should get two wedding gowns. And so she thought, yeah, okay, great. Total cost? Six grand for both gowns. And so now she's kicking herself because she's like, should I do this? I want to know, are you somebody that maybe got two wedding gowns? And I'm not talking a reception dress and a dress. I'm talking two full-blown wedding gowns. One for them to wear at the church and one that's more of a reception dress. That is a fancy reception dress. Again, we're talking six grand for both of these gowns. Now, with the popularity of the fall weddings... I want to know. Two wedding gowns. Is this outrageous? Is it not outrageous? Now, not necessarily an issue for a boyfriend or a girlfriend. It's AJ McCall on Utah's VFX, and it's the debate at 8. And the discussion has arisen by my friend, let's say her name is Christine. She asked me, McCall, am I crazy because I'm buying two wedding gowns for my wedding? And I thought, well, maybe if you're buying like a reception dress and then buying like a wedding gown, then no, I don't think you're crazy. And she said, no, no, I'm buying two full-blown wedding gowns, like massive ball gowns for both my wedding and my reception. And I'm doing it because my mother-in-law says, you know, this would be really cute. And so she says, I feel like I can't say no to my mother-in-law. So they're dropping six grand on two gowns, which I think is just crazy. But, I mean, whatever. You got the money. Go for it. Now, a lot of debate has sparked about this. And I want to know what your opinion is. You can join in on the conversation at any time by texting 68255. Just start your text message with VFX. Now, here's the answer that I think makes the most sense. And it's thanks to our friend Tom who sent us a message and said, Look, they decided... Because this kind of situation has happened in their family, that if the dad is paying for it and is cool with it, then whatever, go for it. But if the couple's paying for it, then you're just going deeper into debt for this one day and you're going to look dumb if things don't end up panning out the way that you're hoping they do with your marriage. Now, that may be cursing the marriage, but... I think I agree. I think I agree with Tom. I think that the point of buying two wedding dresses is... 
there, there's not one. There's not a point to have two massive wedding gowns for literally one day. Like for me, the conversation gets sparked of whether or not you should even buy a wedding dress for your own wedding. I know how crazy that sounds, but it's a conversation that I have thought about. And I just think that it's a waste of money. I do. And I think buying two wedding dresses that are gigantic, poofy, gorgeous gowns and dropping six grand on it, I feel like is a mistake. And Christine has reached out and she thinks the same thing. This is why she's asking me the question because her mother-in-law is like, you should do this. And so she said, okay, fine, and dropped six grand on it. So now she needs to know, what the heck does she do? She's got two wedding gowns. She's going to wear them both, but she's going to regret it. Should she say something? Should she sell one? She's got about a month until her wedding. What should my friend Christine, we're keeping her anonymous, that's just her name that we're going by, what should she do? We got the debate at eight going on with AJ and McCall. Even though AJ is out sick, we'll talk about weddings and wedding dresses. So there's a lady that is my friend. Her name is Christine. We're going by that for anonymity's sake. And she's bought two wedding gowns because the mother-in-law says, well, you should get two wedding gowns. We're not talking like a fancy kickback reception dress. No, this is like a full-blown wedding gown. We're talking six grand for both of these gowns, which is just outrageous to me. And the question is, what should she do in this situation? Because she feels dumb for spending six grand on both of the gowns. And her mother-in-law kind of pushed her into doing it. For me, I think the answer is you shouldn't have bought two wedding gowns. If the mother-in-law was purchasing the wedding gown, then sure, whatever. If she wants to put three grand basically towards a wedding gown, then letter but we just got a text in that really makes a ton of sense that says I would just have my mother-in-law put on put the money on something other than a wedding dress like say for instance the catering which is and should be bigger deal than the dress food is a major part and what makes it even most memorable maybe even having the photographer putting the money on the photographer instead um any mother-in-law should be elated that she has some kind of say with the food or catering in short she says i would spend the money on catering not another wedding dress but truly it's ridiculous i agree and christine agrees as well and so she's not really sure what the heck she should do because her her mother-in-law has kind of imposed that she should be getting two fancy wedding dresses for me it's outrageous for me wedding dresses as a whole that's a whole other conversation for a whole other day aj will have to be in here for that one because i'm sure he has a different take on it because wedding dresses to me are just ridiculous anyway I want to know what do you think we should tell Christine to do because she doesn't really want to wear two wedding dresses but the mother-in-law says you should do you have some crazy in-laws don't worry we're not gonna rat on you if you say you do it's AJ McCall on Utah's VFX AJ's out sick this morning but there is one lady who happens to be in England who's got a brother-in-law that made some complaints while he was visiting her home and staying in her home free now, this is really what gets me, and I, I, I'll get to my point in a minute, but here's the list of complaints that this guy put together. 24 complaints he had for staying at their home, you know, for free, rather than going to an Airbnb or a hotel or something along those lines. Things he put together. Your front gate, too squeaky. Number two, towels gave him, uh, the towels gave him, they gave him, how about that? Towels they gave him were white, and he doesn't like white towels tough. Uh, Number three, they gave him a choice of three blankets and none of them were good enough. Number four, the gate on their stairs to keep their kids safe was, quote, really inconvenient. 
Number five, they had a bunch of spare clothes in his size, but he didn't really like the selection. Number six, they had a video that didn't have the new Quentin Tarantino movie yet, so he said, you're wasting your money. Number seven, someone used the bathroom in the middle of the night, and he heard the toilet flush, and that was really inconvenient for him. This is a list from a brother-in-law who happened to stay over at someone's home in England that was a, a complaint of his. Number eight, he complained that the woman was using her asthma inhaler too much. Sorry, she can't breathe. Number nine, planes overhead flying too low. The house had too many rugs was another one of his complaints. They didn't have enough music on vinyl. I'm sorry, hipster. Look, I love vinyl. I am one that loves vinyl, but I would never complain about going over to someone's home and being like, hey, by the way, you don't have enough vinyl, so what's wrong with you? (sighs) Number 12, the local swimming pool they belonged to wasn't open late enough, so they should change that. This whole list is really ruining my life. Like, I'm going through it, and I'm like, wow, these are minor inconveniences that you can't complain about for being able to stay someplace for free. They didn't charge you for the night. They made you food. Apparently, it wasn't good enough. And they gave you a a place to stay. Garbage human. Someone said, your dog won't cuddle with me, so that's really inconvenient. Well, clearly, you're not a very warm and fuzzy person, okay? I wouldn't want to cuddle with you either. This is a list of complaints posted by a lady in England from her brother-in-law while he was visiting their home. Y'all, if you don't want... The inconveniences of what your in-law's home has. Maybe, just maybe, pay for a hotel and quit your whining. I can't get over this list of things. Include, you have too many rugs. Get out. Absolutely, get out. Have you ever had somebody come over? I want to hear about your inconveniences. Maybe you've had been complained to, I guess. Maybe somebody stayed at your house and had a situation where they sent you a message and was like, hey, by the way, thanks for letting me stay at your house. It would just be nicer if your pillows were softer, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Tell us your story. It's finally here. <laughs> What's up? It's AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. AJ is out sick this morning. Hopefully he gets better, but maybe he's sick because it's the first day of fall. I don't think I can tell you how excited I am about the fact that it's Fall. Officially, quote unquote, fall. Whether we actually get the fall weather or not is a different story. One of my favorite things about fall, obviously the leaves changing colors, obviously pumpkin spice lattes because I'm basic, but we should probably be celebrating the first day of fall, right? It's the autumnal equinox today in the northern hemisphere. The sun's going to hover above the equator. Most of the world enjoys nearly equal amounts of light and darkness. So there's all kinds of different celebrations going on today. And I want to be a part of these fall harvest celebrations. I think I'm going to go home and make a pie a little bit later today. I think that's the best way I know how to celebrate fall. I'll make like a pumpkin pie Maybe I'll make like some harvest loaf or something. Are you going to do anything to celebrate fall? Are you going to get your kids involved in some sort of fall celebration? Maybe go gather some leaves. Go look at some leaves because they're finally changing colors. I actually went up into the canyon yesterday. We drove around for a little bit. And there's some leaves that are changing colors. Obviously, it's not in full swing yet. But I think it's something to be paying attention to, especially for this weekend. Even though it's going to be rainy this weekend, I think this weekend's probably going to be Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's not going to be this weekend, but I'm going to bet that it's this weekend. 
I'll probably be wrong in it anyway. I want to know, what are you going to do to celebrate fall? Are you going to break out the Ugg boots? Because I already broke mine out, and I don't know where the other one is. I think my dog took it. Maybe Dustin threw it away so that I didn't wear them around everywhere. Because they're falling apart at this point in time. But they're the comfiest shoes in the entire world. Okay, so it should be no secret to anybody. I have three dogs. It's AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. AJ's out sick this morning. Hopefully he's getting better and resting and recouping and he'll be back tomorrow. But I have my three dogs and I have my one dog. Her name is Sis. We rescued her from Texas and she is the snuggliest butt I have ever met in my entire life. So this weekend, she was kind of being a little mopey head because she wanted to go for a ride and it was raining and she was bummed because the rain just makes her sad. And then she immediately gets mad at us for the rain because, you know, we have control over whether it rains or not. And so she's kind of moping around the house. And so I get this genius idea. McCall, chase her around the house. She's going to have so much fun with that. So I do just that. I grab a bowl of food and we were getting ready to go to bed. So I was taking the food upstairs to go put it in their bowls. And I said, sis, come on. And so I start running in my kitchen, which is never a good idea, okay? What is it that your parents always tell you? Don't run in the house because, you know, then you could get hurt. But I figured I'm an adult, so obviously I'm not going to get hurt because adults don't get hurt running in their house. Wrong. So I'm running around my house, and I run around the corner, and then I run around to go up the stairs, and I just, I'm wearing socks, and I slip on my laminate floor And I hit the ground so hard and the food goes flying everywhere. And sis comes up and just starts like licking the crap out of my face and is like, hey, mom, are you okay? I know you just hit the ground really hard and now there's food everywhere and you wanted me to play. And this is hilarious now that you're laying on the ground. So I'm laying there at the bottom of the stairs feeling like an idiot because every single time I've ever ran in the house, an adult has always told me, McCall, you shouldn't be running in the house. Thank heavens for Dustin because that's exactly what he did. He was the adult that said, McCall, why are you running in the house when you have socks on? You're trying to run around this corner. You're going to slip. And I did that. Now I have a massive like bruise on my arm because I basically punched myself on the way down. It's like the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. Probably not the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. I'm sure I'll do more dumb things in my life, but one of the top tier moments of dumb things that I've ever done in my life. Panic at the Disco on Utah's VFX. It's AJ and McCall this morning. Even though AJ is out sick, hopefully he gets better because, you know, flu season is here, basically, right? I mean, it's it's just around the corner if it's not already here. Speaking of flu season, turns out there is a new study out about how you can actually fight the flu the answer is you can use hand sanitizer which is kind of a it should be a duh moment but the thing is hand sanitizer will only fight fight the flu if you rub your hands together for four minutes yeah four minutes of rubbing your hands together will help you fight the flu with hand sanitizer or or you could wash your hands and kill flu germs in just 30 seconds now i know a couple of people that like to use hand sanitizer rather than washing their hands, which is a discussion in and of itself because wash your hands, end of story. I get the hand sanitizer is a nice backup plan, but again, it doesn't kill as many germs as just washing your hands does in a matter of 30 seconds. Hand sanitizer, is it actually worth it or is it just like, eh? I don't know. That's my 
My two cents, just wash your hands instead of using hand sanitizer, okay? I got a little bit of a question proposed because there's a new study out that's saying that it's better for you to hunt for an amazing parking spot than just to grab the first one you see and walk in. For me, I think, no, I feel like that's much worse for me to just drive around and hunt for a parking spot because I feel like it just wastes a ton of time. Now, of course, over over the course of your life, you're going to be saving more time for just going for better spots, which is really interesting. Now, the whole breakdown goes a little something like this. Number one, people who drive right up where they're going, hopefully they'll find an amazing parking spot up front. Number two, people who do the opposite and just grab the first spot they see, no matter how far it is away and walk. And number three, these are the three different types of people, people who split the difference, might not grab a terrible spot at the back of the parking lot, but they also don't try to get an incredible spot. So they park somewhere in the middle. For me, I just park at the end and then I just walk inside because I mean, a couple extra seconds of walking inside, I feel like it's worth it rather than driving around to try and find, oh, wow, this is a perfect parking spot. And thankfully, I think in Logan, we don't really have that many issues of trying to find the perfect parking spot, right? I want to know, is it worth your time to go hunt and peck for the perfect parking spot or is it better to just you know, take the first parking spot and then go with it. What's your opinion? What do you do normally? Call us 435-787-0945 or you can text 68255. Just start your text with VFX and let me know because I don't feel like I'm in the wrong by saying, y'all, just find a parking spot and go inside. Now, I don't have kids though. So, I mean, there's, there's an option to think about too because obviously if you have children, it's harder to maneuver them and navigate them into the house but whatever that's my own personal opinion so obviously this weekend was kind of a big one it's aj and mccall on utah's vfx now <laughs> storm area 51 happened if you saw it great if you didn't see it then let me give you a little revamp on what happened basically everybody stormed and there was a whole big explosion I'm really just kidding. Okay, there was 100 people that basically showed up to Storm Area 51, and they didn't really do anything. They just kind of stood around. I guess one person got arrested because they decided they wanted to, like, relieve themselves over by the gate, and then they... Got indecent exposure charges and got arrested. Somebody else ended up getting detained because she put her foot underneath the little gate barrier. And then they ended up letting her go after a couple of seconds. So all in all, I feel like they just ended up having a big alien party and had a good time. I don't really know how the town felt about Area 51 and the storming of Area 51. But from the posts that I've seen, I had a friend that actually went down there. The posts that I've seen, they had signs that said, go home, we don't want you here, no alien stock. So I I feel like they didn't really want anybody in their little town, but I don't really blame them. It's not like they had the facilities. But the thing that really gets me is that over a million people said, yeah, I'll be there. And then instead, 100 people show up, which is not a great percentage, okay? It's like the percentage of people that show up to weddings or band gigs when your friend is in a band and they're like, oh yeah, I'll totally be there. And then they just never show up. You know that this is true. You know that you RSVP to things and then you don't actually show up. But I want to know, is Area 51 a place that could be on your bucket list? Because I think... That would be a place for me. I've never actually sat down and collected where I want to go for a bucket list 
of places. Maybe we'll do that. We'll do that coming up here in about six minutes. I want to know what's on your bucket list. Is it Area 51? Is it somewhere else? The Grand Canyon, obviously. AJ is one who has gone all over the place. And I'm looking through a list of some of the ultimate bucket list destinations because Area 51, storming of it happened this last weekend. And I feel like Area 51 should be on there. Not really that you're going to see anything. It's just going to be like a ton of desert But a list of the world's ultimate bucket list, according to Travel Weekly, for 2018. Places that include a wildlife safari in Africa. Antarctica is also on the list. Seeing the Northern Lights is on this list. That's something I would love to see as the Northern Lights. I feel like that would be one of the coolest experiences of my life. Paris is on this list. Staying in an overwater bungalow. I don't even know how, like, looking at this list makes me feel like I'm going to be dropping a ton of money. How about going to Greece? Visiting the Grand Canyon is on the list of the, what is this, top 50 things that you should be doing for your bucket list. Riding the Glacier Express, also something that sounds like something I want to do. I think getting out of the country needs to be something that's on your bucket list. VFX's Facebook roulette, how we end every day. And it starts with being friends with AJ Knight and McCall Taylor. Add us, find us, and you can be a part of our feeds and end up on the Utah's VFX Facebook page. Now, AJ is obviously sick today, so power of veto, I win. So I'm just going to spin and spin and spin and stop. And I'm landing on the Pet Stories video. It says, I definitely don't want any of your food. It's a video of this dog that's, no, I'm not looking at your food. And then as soon as the human looks away, the dog starts looking at the food. So then the human looks back at the dog and the dog looks away. Don't look at me, human. I'm sorry. I love dogs. Okay, so this is going to get shared onto the VFX Facebook page. And you better head over there and give us a like while you're there because... Coming up at 8,000 Facebook likes, we're actually going to give away a Sarah Noni blanket. Coming up at 7,900 Facebook likes, we'll also give away a prize. But that Sarah Noni blanket is coming up at 8,000. So head over there, give us a thumbs up, and get entered in for our prize drawing. That's all you got to do is just like the page. If you missed any of the show, you can check it out anywhere podcasts are available. Just search for AJ Ann McCall or search for Utah's VFX. It's available on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio app. Google Play, uh, anywhere, anywhere you podcast, okay? Plus, with the Florida or Not podcast, if you missed that, you've actually got your chance to win free food. So go check it out and listen for all of the nitty-gritty details. Hopefully, AJ's back and feeling much better tomorrow because tomorrow is Feel Good Tuesday. So we're going to have to drop off a bouquet of flowers from Plant Peddler Floral. If you got someone that's that you think is in need of a pick-me-up, log on to utahsvfx.com and get them nominated. So until tomorrow for AJ and McCall. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to Utah's VFX 94.5 and 98.3.